Welcome to the Mind Body Breakthroughs podcast, where we bring you amazing guests on the cutting edge of science, health, and business each week to share strategies that you can use to get the breakthrough you're looking for in your life. I'm your host, Dr. Nevada Gray. Joining me is my co-host, Chris Donahue. We're glad that you're joining us today. If you are enjoying our podcast, we invite you to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. We love hearing from you. Today's episode is sponsored by the Paleo Pharmacist in the Keto Course. Have you ever wanted to learn about the ketogenic diet and how to implement a properly formulated ketogenic diet into your lifestyle? The Keto Course includes instant 30-day access to a one-hour, one-on-one consultation, a month of unlimited email support, over 75 amazing videos, and printable 14-day meal plans, along with grocery lists that will speed up your weight loss and help break stalls. To learn more, see our show notes. The views expressed on the Mind Body Breakthroughs podcast are the opinions of the hosts and guests and are not to be taken as medical advice, as the hosts and guests do not provide medical care. Information is provided for educational purposes only. You should consult your medical provider in relation to your own personal health and prior to making any changes in your diet and fitness. Vic Basmanian is an Armenian-Canadian recovered carboholic. Beating a lifelong battle with obesity, Vic lost 100 pounds following a ketogenic and intermittent fasting lifestyle. At 58 years young, off all medication for blood pressure and GERD, and leaving his CPAP machine behind, Vic has embarked on a mission to spread his keto passion and help others through education in building a supportive community. If you think you cannot transform yourself because of your age, think again. If you are between the ages of 40 and 100, this episode is for you. And as always, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. We love hearing from you. Vic Basmagian, how are you today? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Doing well. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited that you're here today. I have been following your inspiring story on Twitter for most of 2020. And for those of our listeners that may not be familiar with who you are, can you share a little bit about your journey and how you got here today? Yeah, sure. Uh, Journey as I'm going on to in January, um, it'll be, I'll complete my three years. So uh, I started this journey um, in January of 2018. And um, basically, it wasn't in any shape, way, or form. Well, shape, way, or form. I mean, it wasn't with the knowledge of doing keto or low-carb without any knowledge of it, without any education on it. Uh, I basically cut out uh, my bread, my rice, my potato, my pasta, just like you hear, you know, the talk going around that limiting your, those four principal carbohydrates that you'll lose weight. So that's, that's how I started. And, uh, I was doing well. Uh, I was 
probably within a three month period or so, three, four months. I, I don't remember exactly, but had lost probably anywhere between 15 and 18 pounds, somewhere around there. And, um, it was, uh, it was oddly enough. One day my, my son comes up to me and he says, dad, have you ever considered doing the ketogenic diet? And I said, what is that? I had absolutely no knowledge of what the ketogenic lifestyle was. Well, he says, you've cut out your bread, your rice, your potato, your pasta. Uh, based on what he knew, he says, well, you're probably halfway there. He says, uh, he didn't know exactly what it was, but he knew it was along those lines. So he goes, you should look into it and uh, uh, get into it, uh, completely go towards the keto style. So I started doing a little bit of research and I, and I, and I looked into it and um, uh, it just made a lot of sense. And uh, I started going down that rabbit hole and uh, I haven't looked back since. Uh, just for those listeners who don't know me, I'll back up one notch to tell them that I've been battling obesity since, uh, since childhood, uh, you know, seven, eight years old, uh, the weight started to get going, you know, going on and, uh, very carb, carb heavy diet. Uh, I come from a Armenian culture. Uh, we love to eat. Uh, we love our food. It's part of our life. It's part of, of who we are. Uh, respect is form is shown in a way of food. So, um, yeah, by the age of 12, 13 years old, you know, I was probably had hit the 200 pound mark. Uh, and I just kept going from there and, uh, you know, just putting on the weight and, uh, not, not even an attempt to, to try to do anything about it. It was just, it was what it was. And, uh, and then when I probably got to about 15, 16 years old is when I made my first attempt at starting to lose weight. And I was gotten to that, the two fifties, the two sixties. And, um, uh, started, you know, all kinds of different diets, you know, from the, so that I can, I don't want to go on too long, uh, about, uh, you know, in, you know, at each stage, but going through, let's say between 16 and 20 years old, I probably yo-yo diet, yo-yo dieted, uh, in excess of 200 pounds, uh, up and down, you know, up 50, down 50, you know, down 70, up 70. Uh, the problem was not, uh, taking the weight off. Okay. Uh, the problem was keeping it off and, uh, I'd get it off. I knew how to get it off. Uh, and it was all, especially you're talking now you're backing up over 30 years ago, well, well, 40 years ago. <laughs> so, uh, low fat, uh, you know, uh, move more, eat less. That's what we heard. And, uh, just go low fat. And, uh, that's, that, that was the only advice that was given. So I, I tried every diet, you know, that, that you can possibly think of you know, uh, Weight Watchers, uh, uh, Scarsdale medical diet, the cookie diet, uh, the cabbage soup diet, uh, eat six bananas a day diet, uh, anything you can think of. I had the most success with the Scarsdale diet I found, which was an extremely, extreme low fat, uh, higher protein side style diet, but, uh, had success with it. But 
by the time it would finish, I was just uh, ravenous, okay? It's like I, I couldn't wait for the diet to be over because it wasn't a lifestyle. That's what exactly what it was. It was a diet. So um, I just gained it all back. I mean, the sustainability, it was not sustainable. Uh, my biggest window was probably I'd keep it off at best for four or five months. Uh, and sure enough, it would just start trickling back and it would it would uh, all come all come back. Yes, and a lot of people struggle with that, um, you know, cycling through all the different diets and doing the best with what they know and trying to apply and then just can't wait for that diet to be over. And one of the things that I admire most about you is you found success through sustainability and making a low-carb lifestyle work really well for you. And I was just wondering, how do you make this lifestyle sustainable? What was different this time where you've been able to maintain this 100-pound weight loss? Uh, I think the two main components um, uh, for, for myself uh, was the fact that you can, and this is something that uh, we've picked up uh, it's a, from Dr. Tro, is being able to um, replace what you can't restrict, okay? And I, I, I got to mention that my, my, my journey evolved when I, when I found Dr. Tro uh, on social media and started following him. And uh, uh, I basically uh, followed a lot of the stuff he was doing and listened to his advice. And so... Um, he is a big proponent. He's a person that says, you know, replacing what we can't restrict, uh, meaning find, you know, going, you know, ketogenic style, uh, uh, recipes of, of the foods you love, uh, for, to be more precise. Okay. I was a pizza, pizza addict. I, I still love pizza. And if you were to tell me to replace pizza or you know not that you, you could never have pizza again you could never have bread again you could never you know um especially at the beginning it would probably i was a sure method of failure but we had what i found was with with with, with low carb you have this this thing of you know being able to uh make a fathead pizza uh making a almond flour based bun and although I don't recommend that you know and it was in no way that that I wouldn't have it on a daily basis but when the cravings did hit I, I knew I had an option I know I had there's a viable replacement that is not going to do me any harm uh, is it something you want to do seven days a week absolutely not I, I always tell people it should be a crutch uh, it should be something that helps you get by uh, a craving it should not be a staple um so this is one of my uh, my uh, my biggest keys to success as as time went on you find that as more you get fat adapted that you less and less need the urge to to have these types of replacement meals and then um as we speak today um i find i find a balance i uh, generally Monday to Friday, I'm, you know, eating my 
vegetables and proteins, um, no, no replacement foods. And uh, because I'm in maintenance mode now, uh, you know what, on the weekends, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make a replacement, a replacement, uh, option. Uh, I'm proud to say that in, 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 in the three years of, well, that I've been doing this, uh, whenever I've cheated, that's something else I've learned it, learned to, uh, learn from through Dr. Cho was, um, if you're going to cheat, if you're going to binge, you know, binge low carb, uh, don't go back to, uh, you know, having the actual food that you're craving. You know what? Make your keto cookie or make your keto pizza or, you know, any other, uh, anything else that you're craving. There's really not much that you can't replicate. Uh, everything is just about, is it 100% the same? I find the sweets are a lot more easy to, to replicate. Uh, you can probably get to within some of them uh, 100% uh, uh, the same uh, uh, taste profile uh, for the savory foods. Some some can be a little more trickier. You know, it's kind of tough to to mimic uh, uh, pasta. Okay, but you know what? If you replace it with a zoodle, with with uh, you replace it with uh, well, some people use konjac noodles. Which I'm not a big fan on. I, I have a hard time getting by with that. I just don't like the taste profile. But some people love it. It's fine. Uh, you know what? Make that with a spaghetti sauce. Make it with um, make it with uh, an Alfredo sauce, whatever you may want, or just have it with with butter. Um, another viable option: use use zucchini. Make a zoodle out of it. I I, I prefer that a little bit. And rec- most recently, I found uh, uh, there's what we call uh, there's several on the market now. Uh, I found on it's called Palmini. Uh, it's a uh, uh, heart made out of hearts of hearts of palms, so it mimics pasta. And you know what? It it you may not be eating that full f- flavor profile, but if you put a sauce on it, you put you know whatever. It it, it at least gives you that satisfaction that that you're uh, having pizza uh, pasta in a way. And you know uh, it it takes that it at least for me it, that's what worked for me. It it takes care of my my uh, my urges. Uh, for those of me, those people that know me, I, uh, I post a lot of these foods on my Instagram page, uh, and I always tell them, I don't want you to think that this is how I eat seven days a week. Okay. I'm just showing you the possibilities of what you can do that you don't have to be suffering. You don't have to be uh, deprived. And you know, when they, when they, talk about keto and low carb and they knock it and they say it's not sustainable and it's not, it, it's not sustainable and, and you're deprived and you just can't go on it long term. Uh, I, as a person that's, that's gained and lost weight throughout his 40 years, I laugh at that. I've tried all the other diets and again, if it works for somebody else, fine. I'm not going to say that, you know, uh, this is the only way. This was the only way for me. It seems to be the only way for a lot of people I know. Um, be, because of the fact that you're not deprived. And on top of that is because it addresses the satiety issue. Uh, all the other low-fat diets, the counting calories, seco diets, uh, you're always starving because you're, 
you're, you're just counting your calories, your, your low fat. So there's no, your satiety is not being addressed. Okay. And, uh, when you're eating the proper foods, when you're eating the right foods, when you're eating the healthy fats, uh, I'm yet to meet somebody that can overeat, uh, their caloretic intake when they're eating the proper foods uh, can be done. There's no question. If you start going towards the, you know, uh, I'm talking when you stay within the real whole foods, it's pretty hard to overeat avocados, meat, uh, uh, vegetables, uh, pretty hard to overshoot your, your, your intake. So this is why there's no need to uh, this is why when we say there's no need to count calories and all, you know, all kinds of trouble starts on Twitter and the, the ones that believe that the calorie is a calorie and the, the fights break out and, uh, they just don't get it because they've never had to diet. Most of them are never had to lose a pound. They can't relate to it. They don't know what satiety means. They don't know what it feels like having to lose a hundred pounds or 50 pounds or some of the people I know who have lost 200 pounds, they will never relate to this. They will never, ever understand because they've never had to go through it. So, uh, satiety is key. Uh, if you don't, if your hunger is under control and you're eating the right foods, you're not going to falter. Uh, there is only so much, only they say it's all willpower and you, you have such such willpower to be able to sustain this for two years and you haven't gained any weight back. And I tell them, you know what? The willpower maybe was important at the beginning, but, uh, it's no longer willpower. It's a matter of, uh, it's a matter of eating the right foods, not being hungry. And that's how it becomes sustainable. There's fighting a diet, a diet, trying to lose weight with willpower alone. I've always said, uh, is futile. Your, your, your willpower is not strong enough to, to battle it. If you're, if you're just addressing it with, with the wrong foods, or if you are constantly hungry, you will eventually give up or if you're deprived. And, uh, let me tell you, there is no deprivation here. Uh, it may take a little bit of work at times. Uh, you know, and then there's some people that say, well, you know what, you're lucky that you know, you, you like to cook and you're, 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 you know what you're doing in the kitchen. Well, even at that, I mean, there are, I tell them that you don't have to necessarily be a great cook to, to, uh, to get by this. There are very easy options that don't take uh, a lot of time. Listen, Monday to Friday, our meals take 10 minutes of prep. It's regular, you know, just proteins, like I mentioned and veggies and, uh, you're good to go. So, um, you know, we get flack sometimes that, that it's just uh, too much work and I can't do it. Well, you need to be able to, uh, invest a little bit of time. It's worth it. And, uh, you're not doing it every day anyway. So I, I keep my, my treats as I like to call them, uh, on the weekends. And, uh, you know, we've been in a lockdown, for not lockdown with this pandemic, nine months into the pandemic, uh, four months of it, I, I'm in Montreal, Canada. We were in a complete lockdown for four months. Uh, the old me, the old Vic, 
if he was in a lockdown and at home for four months, he would have surely put back his hundred pounds back on. Uh, because whether you like it or not, you're you're at home, you're going in front of the fridge, you're 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 grazing all day, you're eating all day, the stress level is high. Uh, I I have no doubt if it was in the way of a, a seco diet, a low fat seco diet. Even if I had lost a hundred pounds that way, it 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 would have, it just would have shot right back up. Now, how is it that I go through four months at home, uh, nine months into the pandemic, and I'll be totally transparent. You know, I've had swings. You know, uh, five pounds up, five pounds down, seven pounds up, seven pounds down. This happens. You know, I don't stress over the scale. Uh, it's just I'm eating the right foods. I'm still eating. Yes, I, I probably overshoot at times, but uh, it's like I said, it's, it's hard to overshoot to that limit that is going to put on those, the weight back on. And, uh, you know, you start to learn the things that probably are getting you in trouble, like eating too much cheese and eating too much nuts. And so you got to, you know, you, you, once you start being aware of the things that are affecting you in particular, it's not a one-size-fits-all some people do better with certain foods with others. It's, it's for you to discover yourself and know which foods are affecting you. And, um, you know, you just keep a, keep it and don't stress too much over the scale, okay? I like to tell people that I, I trade in a Taylor's tape measure over, over a scale anytime because, you know what, sometimes even that five pounds of weight gain, it's just, it's just shiftage. It's really not true weight, weight gain. And uh, my clothes fit just the same. Uh, it doesn't. If it was a true weight gain, you know what? If you're going to gain seven pounds or ten pounds or so, if it's a true weight gain, you're going to feel it in your clothing. But you know, if it's just, you know, uh, weight weight varies. Weight happens, and uh, so this is a reality. I'm not saying to to, to not be cautious of it, but uh, I think your your overall body composition tells the better tale. Uh, you could not be losing weight, uh, but you're losing inches. So I always tell people, uh, it's not, I mean, it's not what I tell them. It's what I've learned and what I pass on to them that, you know what, your measurements are a lot, is a, is a much better barometer than, than the scale. And I agree with everything that you've said, Vic, as someone that's lost 92 pounds, it, I can intimately relate to how hard that is and also gaining weight losing weight gaining weight losing weight cycling through the diets and not finding something that's sustainable and i think the root of success truly is and is in eating foods that you enjoy uh food should be enjoyed and in almost the ditch and switch uh just changing up your favorite meals for the low carb and keto and also evolving through your journey. I know a lot of people come to the ketogenic diet using it as a medical intervention and end up healing from, from a condition um, and then evolving. And that's one of the things that I've done, which has kept the lifestyle sustainable for myself, is uh, doing a medical uh, ketogenic diet, healing, and then evolving more into a low carb lifestyle, which is which is, has been sustainable for me personally. And one of the things that's so important when you are uh, evolving into a lifestyle is 
education and community. And you're a big advocate for that. And I was wondering if you can uh, speak to us some of the things you've learned in developing a community around your lifestyle. Yeah, sure. Um, I think education and, and, and community is, is a key component uh, of your long-term success. Um, I can't say, I can't say enough about this community that we have. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it, it's on so many perspectives. Uh, it's an amazing community. Uh, there's so much information out there. There's so many good people out there uh, willing to help, willing to, you know, uh, answer your questions and willing to inspire people. And uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tool that, that, that everybody should use. Uh, at the beginning, uh, I basically educated myself uh, by reading, I remember the first book I embarked in, which is the same probably for a lot of people, was The Obesity Code from Dr. Jason Fung. And as time went on, started reading other books. And then once I discovered Dr. Tro, and then I probably knew him about a month or two before the Low Carb MD podcast started, or you know, maybe two, three months before. And then, so I've listened to just, I think they're up to about 152 episodes. Uh, I've listened to just about every, not just about, I have listened to uh, every single episode. Uh, it, there's so much good information out there. Uh, so the episodes are outstanding with real life people, with, with medical professionals. And so it's, 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 a free, it's a free university education on low carbon keto. It's not only the low carb, I mean, it's not only the low carb MD podcast I've come across. There's so many other, uh, so many other uh, platforms that, that, that people can take advantage of. Uh, you know, forgive me, I can't remember all of them, uh, but I know the ones that I am more engaged with that I listen to on a regular basis. Uh, low carb MD podcast is one of them. And, uh, uh, another one, another, well, you know, there, there's podcasts and there's groups. So I'm engaged also at the same time with, uh, Dr. Tro's, um, uh, Facebook group, which is a very, uh, uh, very supportive group. If people are looking for support, especially for beginners, uh, mind you on all levels. I mean, there's questions being answered on all levels. Uh, there's no bickering. There's no, there's nobody judging anybody. Uh, at the beginning of my, my journey, I, I would, I, you know, when you weren't sure where to go, I'd, I'd land on some groups that, you know, they're, they're based, everybody's judging each other and picking at each other of you ate this, but you shouldn't eat that. And everybody's a professional expert because judging somebody because they ate this or they ate that. And it's, it's not that type of group. Okay. It's, um, it's a very supportive group. Uh, uh, a diet doctor is a, another resource that I use, um, uh, invaluable tool on, you know, again, videos and, uh, recipes and, uh, so much, so much information there. Uh, podcasts, of course, I've, I found a new liking to the mind body breakthrough podcast, which I've become a 
fan on. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on it. It's it's reality. You've brought in some tremendous guests. Uh, I've listened to. I've listened to. Uh, recently, another one that I've been really uh, find that is bringing good value is uh, with my friend uh, Corey Conklin. Uh, uh, simple low carb lifestyle. Uh, just actually before recording this, I listened to his latest episode, and he had Dr. Brian Lenskitz on. Uh, so great, great information there. Uh, another one, uh, uh, you cured what with, with Joe, with Joe Kalb, another great platform for podcasts, uh, on YouTube, love to, love to follow Dr. Tony Hampton. He has like amazing, amazing, he's doing some amazing work, which I can really, really, really relate to. Um, it's, uh, I can go on and on, um, but these are the main ones that I, on a regular basis, um, uh, I'm engaged with. Another one that I, that I, that I, you know, have gotten, another group that I've gotten involved with recently is, uh, it's called, uh, there's a Facebook group. It's called the Sugar Bomb Your Brain. And that's with my friend Dave Wolf, who I've, it's an addiction group, okay? It's a sugar addiction group. And I've gone to know Dave, you know, in this past six months or so. And uh, quite a remarkable group, a lot of support for people who are struggling, giving up, uh, you know, having a hard time dealing with sugar and uh, not being able to go beyond um, a day or two uh, of uh, being able to sustain them themselves. Um, addiction is a, is it's, it's, it's a reality. I'm seeing more and more, especially getting, since I got involved in, 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 in that group. And I visited a few times and I spoke on it once and, uh, it's a reality and they're doing a great job there of giving people support. Um, and the, the, the addiction is a, is everybody has, I believe we all have a certain level of addiction. I, 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 I know myself to be an addict, but it's all on different levels. And, uh, uh, you know what, on, 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 some, on some levels, you'll find that, uh, it, it's, it, you know, the replace what you can restrict is not an option because even that might trigger the person. But so it's not a one size fits all. And, uh, but keto does tame their appetite. It's still the most viable way to do it. And, um, that's, uh, you know, that's the way that, uh, things go and, uh, there's great support there. Thank you so much for your kind words, Vic, about the podcast and for these amazing resources, because that's one of the things that, uh, Chris Donahue and I pride ourselves on is bringing resources and strategies. Uh, for people to be able to connect with others in this journey. And there's a vulnerability uh, with food addiction. I've learned that within my family um, who went low carb this year and was struggling. And this is definitely something that's real. And if you're struggling with it, you're not alone. And there are some fantastic resources out there to be able to learn and find a, a community to have support. One of the things I admire the most about you, Vic, is you're redefining what aging looks like. You are in your 50s, 58 and fabulous, and 
completely reinvented yourself and turned around your health. And a lot of people in this age group, um, I'm in my 40s, and I see people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, completely redefining their lives and reinventing what is possible for them. And I was just wondering if you can uh, speak to that for someone that's listening right now in their 50s that may be struggling with obesity, chronic illness, and they're just looking for a change for 2021. Uh, what, what is some of your advice for us? Um, the biggest piece of advice I can give, and again, I'll quote um, from the Low Carb MD podcast, they've changed their model. Uh, it used to, I mean, at the beginning of their podcast, it used to say, uh, where we seek progress, before, we seek progress, not perfection. And now the model has become before a recording that says nobody is beyond hope, nobody is beyond help. And I'll, I'll, I'll add to that, it's never too late. Um, don't, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. It's never too late. Uh, I started this journey when I was 55. I had high blood pressure. I was uh, on a sleep apnea machine. I had acid reflux, terrible terrible eczema, which is the least of the problems, I guess, compared to the other things. Um, it's all gone. It's all cured. Uh, I, I have a completely normal blood pressure, um, no med-free, no medication. Uh, I've put my sleep apnea machine to rest. I no longer need a sleep apnea machine to, um, to, to, to sleep with. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's just never too late. Don't give up. Don't say that, uh, you know what, I'm whatever it is, 50, 60, 70. Uh, don't, don't say it's too late. It's never too late. Uh, I'm going to give two examples, two particular examples of two people that I've helped in my community. One of them is the, if you guys want to take a look, it's on my Twitter account, is the pinned tweet. It was a gentleman of, I believe, 72 years old. 30 years of diabetes, um, six or seven different medications, uh, taking insulin. Uh, it's mind boggling to me that within six months, uh, he was able to get off his diabetes medication and his insulin. Uh, it's mind boggling. It's upsetting. It's to me because I mean, I, you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm not a physician. I'm, I'm, and I'm not by no means an expert. Uh, I have so much more to learn, but I was able to guide his way of eating and change his way of eating. Uh, here I am a guy that's in the automotive and I have my, my journey and I applied it to him and, uh, and it, it was so, and the gentleman is, 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 is living uh, his life in his seventies for the first time in 30 years without taking any diabetic medication for diabetes. He f tells me he feels great. Uh, his, his standard of life has changed. He's, he's so much in an overall better place. Uh, I have another lady that, uh, again, in her seventies and uh, she was crying one day. She said, I can't believe that nobody helped me and with this and told me what to eat and that told me that I can change this by just changing my eating habits. And, uh, 
uh, chronic osteoarthritis would wake up every morning with below the ankle, swollen at the ankles. And she says for the, I think it was about, I don't remember the time frame, but it wasn't very long that it started getting better and better. And you know what, within, within three to four months, uh, she says, I'm basically 80% better with the swelling, the swelling, I'm not in pain anymore. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not swollen and all because of just making dietary lifestyle change. Uh, and she says she has more energy. She can move around. She can, you know, do this, do that. And the same, same goes for me. Okay. Uh, I couldn't go, I couldn't, I, I couldn't go for a walk without being winded. I was tilting close to 300 pounds and now, uh, you know, uh, I go bike riding, I go, I go uh, hiking, uh, you name it. And it just feels great. And, uh, it's, it's, it's life-changing. It's never too late. Don't, any, don't let anybody ever tell you otherwise and don't let anybody discourage you. It's never too late to start. And that is so empowering uh, because a lot of people just reside to existing and accepting that they're going to have a chronic illness or chronic pain and that nothing can be done. And it's very empowering to see that there are options and that people are turning their health around. What are your thoughts on physical fitness, Vic? What, what do you do uh, to keep yourself in shape? To be uh, completely transparent, and I've, I've mentioned this on uh, other uh, formats, um, you know what, the first, the first six months of my, and probably maybe eight months of my journey uh, had, no, uh, had no exercise uh, involved. I mean, uh, uh, again, uh, it was just a question of being so heavy that, and I followed the advice of saying that, you know what, maybe you shouldn't even think about exercise when you're that heavy at the beginning. Uh, you're actually risking injuring yourself when you're that heavy. So, I mean, it was basically admitted, limited to, 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 to going for a walk. Uh, as I progressed, uh, you know, I'll, I'll still say being completely transparent, this is one area that I can probably make, and I, not probably, I will in 2021, is one of my uh, goals to, to take my fitness to the next level, to take my exercising habits to the next level. Right now, I mean, this, you know, during this summer, I went biking. I have a, the weather permitting, I'd go outdoors. I have a stationary bike at home. I have a few kettlebells. Um, I have uh, tension bands. Uh, I work on these. Nothing of a crazy workout. What I've learned now, of which I need to apply, is that we need to build muscle mass, especially at 58. You know what? The older you get, you're automatically losing more and more muscle mass. Uh, I, I, I've, I've maintained my muscle mass, but I want to increase it. So, uh, I know that I have to work on that. And I think exercise is crucial, is very important. However, it's on the spectrum of our overall, you know, keeping our, our muscle mass of which the older you get, uh, it's going to probably dictate your, your longevity and your, your, your overall, your overall well-being. Uh, as far as diet, losing weight is concerned, well, you know, uh, it, it has its, you know, I mean, I don't know the statistics, the statistics say if you were to lose a hundred pounds, uh, I guess at best, maybe 10 of it was 
exercise related and, and, and 90 of it was dietary related. Uh, I, that's what I, you know, that's what I've, I've seen. Uh, so you can't you can out-exercise a bad diet is basically what I'm saying. Uh, sometimes I see people at the office and they, 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 they tell me when I see them eating, you know, some of the stuff that they're eating is, oh, I'm going to the gym tonight. And I tell them, buddy, you're going you're gonna to have to go beyond the gym. You're going to have to <laughs> go to the gym uh, for three, four hours to burn that off. You know, the people don't realize that uh, how much of a workout is required to burn off bad, bad food. Um, so... Exercise, crucial, I need to improve on it, is, you know, for our overall well-being, but as far as weight loss is concerned, not so, sh you know, not so sure of its impact. It, con con conjoined together, I think, is what gives you the, the, the good package. Yes, and I agree with you uh, with that, because I know being 92 pounds heavier, uh, it was very hard when I first started going to the gym uh, to move with all of that excess body weight on me and just to have the simple endurance to carry out the exercises without being out of breath or feeling weak, like you're going to pass out. Uh, so I'll, you can go a long way just with a nutrition approach. And then as you lose weight and are able to move better and be able to uh, actually train in a safe manner, um, definitely the combination uh, can have benefits for people. So what is next for you, Vic? What What does 2021 hold in store for you? Uh, I have a whole bunch of stuff in mind. Um, you know, I definitely, you know, being engaged in this community is 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 is, is the top of my my priorities. That this community has done so much for me that I need to give back. I get emotional because I feel that from the heart and uh, I'll never stop giving back to this community. It's, it's in a crazy notion, those who can't understand it, there's people that, I, that I've met on this uh, platform, on this, in this community that as crazy as it sounds, these are people that, you'll uh, excuse me for getting <laughs> emotional there for a minute, um, these are people I've never met. I've never, I've never met. I've only met them on social media. And it's because uh, we have so much in common. Uh, we, we, we share a common, a common uh, battle. We've, sh we've shared the common struggles. Uh, they've become like family. It's crazy to say it's as if they're lifelong friends and you've never even met the person yet. Uh, I was looking so forward to meeting so many of these people uh, in 2020 uh, at the Low Carb New York with Dr. Troll's conference that he had set up because of the pandemic got got um, got got canceled. However, the day is going to come. We're going to meet all these people. There's some such awesome people. You guys know who you are. Uh, I thank them, and I just want to give back to this community. That's that's the top of my top of my uh, priority list it's improving myself on the like I said on the uh, on the side of um, the, the, the the physical fitness is concerned I want to start going more on the weights unfortunately I got a pending surgery for a hernia uh, I won't be able to get the weights too heavy I guess until that surgery is done but that's that that's on my list 
Um, I just want to go back also to add on the two on as far as the 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 the, the resources are concerned. Low carb USA. Okay, these guys are amazing. I've I've attended two years back to back on the virtual platform. That's going to be my yeah second. It's the third one coming up because of the pandemic and what was canceled. The first one wasn't canceled actually. It was it was in March. It was still going on, but I attended it virtually. And then I intended this last one that was canceled virtually. Uh, it, 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 it's crazy, okay? The, the value in that, in, 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 in attending those conferences, I cannot say enough. You have all the, the, the you know, all the, all the experts speaking and, you know, uh, uh, amazing education. And another one is, is, is people, please, those who don't know about it, there's a, there's a group coaching uh, Dr. Cho's group coaching, okay, with with his health coaches, uh, Amy Igus and 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 Brian uh, Brian Wiley. Uh, it's it, you know what? It's uh, this is a platform which I personally attend uh, every single week. Um, we keep learning. We keeps bringing on amazing guests. What they charge, I think, is criminally cheap. Please look into it. Uh, and, 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 and use that platform as a, as an, it's an amazing platform. Use that. And, um, you know what, stay connected, use this, use this community, uh, do what works for you. Don't, don't, don't listen too much to the, to the purists. Okay. That, that, that are going to give you flack that, you know what, I respect everybody. I respect how you want to do it. You want to do it via low carb. You want to do it via full pen keto. You want to do it via uh, carnivore. Uh, I respect everybody's way because there isn't one size fits all. What upsets me at times is, you know what, one person doing it one way will judge how their another person is doing it. And it can be discouraging to that person. So, you know what, just do what works for you. Don't take what somebody else takes to heart to take it to heart when somebody says, well, you're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. Well, you know what? If it's working for you, keep doing it and uh, stay the course. And that's excellent advice, Vic. Where can people follow you on uh, social media? And of course, I'm going to link all of the resources in the show notes that you mentioned throughout the podcast for our listeners. Uh, social media, I'm very active on Twitter, so they can find me on Twitter at Keto Coach Vic, and uh, that's my handle, at Keto Coach Vic, and they can also, uh, I, I highly suggest, they, especially when it comes to the replace what you can't restrict, they can follow me on uh, on Instagram, uh, same handle, Keto Coach Vic, and uh, if anybody has any questions uh, at any time, listen, uh, I'll be glad to share whatever knowledge that I am qualified to share. Uh, you can DM me. I try to, people do send me DMs. I do gladly get back to them in a, as quick as I can. Uh, don't be shy to reach out. I'll, I'm, uh, you know, definitely there to support and help anybody in any way I can. Thank you so much for being here today, Vic. You're an inspiration. I love what you're putting out in the world and you're helping a lot of people. So thank you so much. And guys, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. 
the Mind Body Breakthroughs, leave us a review and uh, follow Vic on all of his uh, media platforms and check out all the resources we have in the show notes. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. Thank you for listening to the Mind Body Breakthroughs podcast. We are now available on iHeart Podcast and all of your favorite podcast listening platforms. As always, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. We love hearing from you. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast, send us an email. Link in the show notes.